Get ready for the podcast, I address anything on my mind, on time, with the lines and the lyrics rhyme, and you know you can press rewind, podcast, you can talk what you want to say, here go the microphone, we can talk all day, I got time to listen to your thoughts, feedback, just let the man talk. And welcome to the Wolf's Den Podcast, the podcast for gamers, two gamers, and about gamers. And today I have a very special guest all the way from the UK. It is currently 2 a.m. at the time of actually recording, doing this live over on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Wolf Den Podcast. On Twitch, it is live each and every single time. Uh, so that means there is no editing. Something goes wrong. It just happens. It's just how it is. And we saw that with the last podcast with Shadow Beast. So make sure you guys are going to be checking that out as well. So with it being live, sorry, but you guys that are going to be watching here on YouTube, you guys only get to see the chat in the middle. You actually don't get to really be a part of the discussion, but if you want to make sure you guys are checking us out live and make sure you drop a follow and subscribe to this channel. If you are watching it on YouTube. Also, if you are watching on Spotify, Breaker, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, wherever you're just listening, you're not watching. Thank you guys so much for all that support. I greatly do appreciate it. It is wonderful. We are very, very close to actually being able to start receiving sponsorships and everything else. So make sure you guys are spreading the word. If you are into content creating or gaming of any sorts, this is the podcast. We are real. We are 100% real and we focus on the content creators. Now, speaking of content creators, this guy, he took a very, very long break ever since his daughter was born. And again, he is in the UK. He is a family man first. Why he took a very, very long break on content creating, but he is going to be making his return. He is going to be dropping it right here on this podcast when he is going to be making his return. And I am super excited to welcome a very good friend who I've missed. We don't get, we haven't talked a whole lot since the break just because of different reasons, but welcome in Kazer. Yo, what's happening, everyone? Long time, dude. Long time no see. How's things been? Yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been an adventure for me. It really has. Yeah, especially with everything that has gone on with you know, you know, like taking your very long break, situations yeah. that you've run into. We're not going to get in too much detail. I don't want too much of that stuff going out. So that uh, is. That's stuff that can just stay privatized between you and me that we have discussed in the past. But exactly. we are gonna we are gonna talk about your daughter a little bit because I would love to because I have yet to see photos uh like ever. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen a photo of your daughter. So well, I need to send you one again. <laughs> yeah, eventually. Come on, man. Where? We... Come on. So. Uh. So yeah, we're gonna, need... we're gonna Sorry, get into, we're gonna get into this. Um, first off, just how have you been? On a full um, scale? I've been, I've been good. I've been really good. I've just been working and hanging out with my friends, socializing ever since I saw my PlayStation. So I used to be such an addicted gamer. I never used to socialize with people. And now <laughs> I'm out on about like every day, all day. You, you want to know, like I, when I drop a podcast where I'm going to do this solo, like by myself, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, keep an eye out for that one. But, uh, so I took a very long break myself from gaming. 
I kind of got mm-hmm. forced into it because of I lost my my PlayStation three at the time. Just pretty much took a little break. I'd play games at Buddy's house who had Call of Duty and Madden and MLB and all that. So I kind of kept yeah. up, but I missed it because I watched a lot of Deck Spot and it led me into watching Carnage Clan. And that's when it's like, oh my god, I actually miss gaming. But uh, we're not here for me. We're here for you. So let's actually get into it. I said that you're in the UK. It is currently like two oh eight. A.M. Monday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it really is. It's thank early, you, for, man. Thank you for staying up, dude. Um, yeah, I I just got back from a trip with my wife. Our anniversary is is on Friday, so when this podcast mm-hmm. drops, it will be either day of or day before, or day of or day after. I don't know which day I'm dropping the podcast, but uh, if you're here on Twitch. Hey, hey you're watching it first. <laughs> oh so, man. So yeah, I'm a little tired. Um, it's just been a long, long weekend. But thank you for staying up with me, dude. But, it's fine, man. I, I've been looking forward to this all week, so I've I've been planning to stay awake for this day. I do appreciate that. So let's get into how where, where exactly in the UK in England did you grow up? So I grew up in an area called Kent, which is like um the south of London. So um, it's around it's around the south of the UK, southeast, and I grew up around Kent, which is technically like a second London if you look at it that way. It's got a bunch of Londoners and everyone who lives around Kent. Maybe a bit of mixed, like cultures and everything. But I grew up around main Kent. So it's pretty much a bigger city within the UK. It's not smaller. Um, houses are kind of probably smaller a little bit, or are they bigger? It's not really a city, it's more of a county. So like it's got a load of different towns in it. Okay. So I I live in my own town in Kent, which is Sheerness, and um it's basically it's a little island in, in um Kent. Okay, so, so it's a little island so it's a pretty smaller town, but Kent County in, in a way is yeah. being being in America things are a little I, I look at things a little bit weirder and a little bit more different than you know, <laughs> it's a little bit harder, especially when I when I do a giveaway. It's like, uh, you you've been one of my winners, haven't you? Yes, I have. I'm so, pretty sure I have. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, every time that Miss Pinky has won recently, I've been like, did I do your address right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm from America. We don't have it this way. So yeah, addresses are completely written different than the ones in America. Like. We've got like the county, the postcode. Where in America, I'm pretty sure it's just like the the city or town where you yeah. are. Or... Yeah, we have city, town, the zip code, as well as the actual yeah. address with the road. But it, it's been it's always been rough. But somehow, G Fuel has always made it to to the proper house, except for one time. That's my fault. We're not going to talk about G that. G Fuel just takes forever to get to me. I know, dude, and I have sent Dan some some G Fuel too for as a win, and he's just been like, "Where is it?" I'm like, "I don't know, man." Whenever I order G Fuel, I always have to make sure to order it two weeks before I want it. Yeah, otherwise it just it just takes the period for the delivery from America to the UK just takes forever. Yeah, I mean, when I had to send him a. Uh... A pair of blue light glasses from Gamer Advantage. This is not an ad. Just saying. But uh, when I sent him 
uh, a pair of those glasses because I, I love the brand. I'm not wearing them right now because they're upstairs right now and I forgot them. You, you kind of reminded me. Thanks, asshole. <laughs> but uh, it took them about maybe two weeks, three weeks to get there. And I had to physically send them myself like because they couldn't ship to yeah. the UK. So I had to buy them. And then when I got them like in three days, because I happen to live in the exact state that they're in, I actually had to pay to send them. So it worked out. Okay. It worked, but customs paperwork. Itch. Yeah, I'll bet. I imagine it would be. Now I see why it takes two weeks, because it takes them a week and a half just to even fill out the paperwork. <laughs> so. so growing up in the UK, did you play any sports or anything like that? Yes, I was heavily into football when I was younger. Heavily so, invested so, into football. Okay, so when you say football, I just happen to be wearing a jersey of the greatest NFL team in the entire world, the Buccaneers. If you, when you say football, you're meaning what we call soccer here, right? Yes, that's okay. that is what that is correct. Okay, okay, because uh, what we call football is different than what you call football. Yeah, we call them foot fairies. <laughs> But I respect the living hell out of soccer players or UK football players or just football. Yeah. So. Soccer and football, was, it was just my absolute favorite thing to play when I was a kid. Absolutely loved it. So what what positions did you end up uh, playing? Was it like, where's the defense, goalie, striker? I actually ended up playing two positions throughout the time I played football. When I very first started, I was a goalie. So I was a goalkeeper, and then I asked my man, um, my coach, to let me play striker one game. And if I score, he stick, he keeps me a striker. And then I went to striker in the end. Hey, there we go. Which one was more fun though? Was it being, was it playing to try and get goals, or was it trying to stop the goal? Um, there was quite. I found them both fun. Goalkeep, goalie was like it's an important role for a team because they are the reason the balls don't go in the net. Like defenders, they are everyone is important in the team. But playing a striker, I just had that excitement and the adrenaline rush all the time when having the ball at my feet and just acing it towards that net. Okay, so so you did enjoy doing both. But yes. Ultimately, which one was your most favorite? A striker, absolutely. There, there we go. You just love to get the goals and the showboat every time you got a score or something. Yeah, definitely. All right. So, so with that, with soccer, was there any other sports whatsoever? Like, I know um, rugby is a it, big thing over there. In my teenage years, um, after I finished playing football, I went into badminton. Okay. Okay. So, hold on. This is new to me. What is badminton? It's um. It's a bit like tennis, but a, a different. It's it's the net is a lot higher, and the rackets are smaller. And instead of like a ball, like a tennis ball, it's um the thing we hit is called a shuttlecock. Pretty sure that's the term for it, and oh, it what? like sort of floats in the air, and you could do like different techniques and movements with it. Like you could do drop shots, you can do, you could do smashes. It's Good. it's a bunch of fun. Let's sit here and Google what is badminton. 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 So B A D and then oh, Minton. Alright. Uh, oh, this thing. Oh, I know what this yeah. game is. Ah, That's what I play in my backyard at a at a pool party. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, I know what this is. I didn't know this was an actual like sports sport. Yeah, it's in, it's in the um. It's, I think I'm pretty sure is it in part of the Olympic Games. I don't know. Yeah, it sure, is. Really it is. Yeah, I thought it the was. first the first photo that popped up was China versus China in the London 2012 Olympics. Yeah, I would, yeah. The China China is very good at badminton. I know that for sure. I'm just saying it was. This was for a gold medal. So hey, there we go. I I, I learned something new. There's uh there's literally a an Olympic sports for badminton. Okay. That's new. <laughs> okay. So what what was your favorite thing about that as a teenager? Smashing it into the face of the people I didn't like. Chris, you just want to hurt people. But doesn't because I w- doesn't all people in the not normally a violent people? person? I never showed my anger or anything, and badminton used to help me get out my anger because I used to Why absolutely you... smash it when I got a chance to play rugby. It's more violent. Rugby, I was sort of alright with rugby, but I I just didn't really enjoy it as much. So my wife played rugby, so I know some stuff about rugby. Some she played as a hooker, and I make fun of her for it. <laughs> Probably about to, like, uh, probably about to come through the ceiling here and beat my ass for that comment. My gym teacher really wanted me to play rugby because of my build and my speed, but I ended up just being like, I can't, I don't want to play it. I just don't really like enjoy the game. So, so well, I mean, you gotta enjoy it. You gotta, you know, do what you want. You gotta play what you want. So, no hate right. on it. No hate on it. So, teenage years. You were playing badminton. What? What? Mm-hmm. When did you start getting into gaming? Um, gaming that I was into ever since I was like five years old. I played the um the um the cube. I forgot I forgot the full name of it, but I just called it the cube when I was the younger. Ga- the GameCube. GameCube. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's go. the one. The GameCube. That's, that's a classic. Yeah, definitely is. So you were playing the game on the GameCube. What uh, what games would you play? Well, because it's quite a long time ago, I can't really remember. But I do roughly. I don't know the name of the game, but I used to play this zombie game all the time with my cousin. And the zombies, you play as a zombie and you fart in people's faces and you like eat the heads off and everything. Well, that's kind of gross. <laughs> I, I could have gone all night without hearing about that. Then <laughs> that's was, all right. I just found it hilarious as a kid. So, you started playing into the GameCube when you were about five years old or so. What, and then just things started to progress more and more and more as you got older. Yeah, I went. I went from the GameCube, and then I went to the PlayStation One, and so on from there. And then just been stuck on PlayStation ever since. Or did you ever dive into the Xbox? Well, I actually dove into the Wii at one point before I dove into the Xbox. So like the... I didn't. The Nintendo Wii? The Nintendo Wii, that's it. And then from the Nintendo Wii, I dove into the Xbox for like two generations, and then I went back onto the PlayStation. Okay, so, I mean, everything from there was about, you know, just you transformed into different type of consoles. When did you get into Xbox? Um, I don't know roughly. It was the Xbox. I know that it was the Xbox 360, but I don't know roughly when that was. though. Okay, so you... And then you ended up going into the PS4 over the Xbox One. Um, 
I had the Xbox One first, and then I ended up getting the PS4 as well within the Xbox One time frame. So you had both systems for a little bit? I had both consoles for a little bit, yeah. Okay. So you and me, we ended up meeting because of our buddy Dan Ladd, who's actually in the chat right now. Yeah, we did, yeah. So how let's let's talk about you and Dan's friendship. When did you guys how did you guys meet? Um I I can't a bit of it through no game or Shadow Flame. It was through one of them. Didn't you guys work together or something? Um I don't think me and Dan actually worked together. Okay, because I know I met, I know that you you were through No Game. Uh, I don't remember ever seeing Dan's name in a No Game video. Yeah, I could be false. I could be lying. I don't know, but uh, yeah, I know that he was like, "Hey, I got this mate who's he's also a gamer. He likes No Game, this and that." And apparently, that's when you started watching some of my videos and started Dirty Max's videos, and you ended up joining into both of our lobbies, and we all yeah. played together. It was almost like a a nightly thing of you, me, Nighthawk, Dan, and a couple others, Dirty Max, and a, and somebody else always playing together after lives. Yeah, it was, yeah. Keo. It was always Keo. Keo. Oh, man, Keo. Oh, Jesus. I miss a... his broken voice. Yeah, he's got a man voice now. No, don't tell yeah, me stop it's a... voice breaks. Yeah, oh, it's, no. it's a man voice now, dude. Like, oh, me and him, we, pl we played Phasmophobia as my first like my first spooky game night that I did in October. Mm -hmm. Oh wow. And and it was me, him and JD Big Mac. We ended up playing together on Phasmophobia and I was like, "Bro, you got a man voice now." Oh, that's like, insane. It was a man. I was like, "Is this Keo?" <laughs> I was so I don't confused. Think, I don't think I'm going to be prepared to hear it. He's got a man voice, dude. His voice is probably more manly than mine. His voice is definitely more manly than mine, and if he's more manly than yours, Jesus. God. Well, mine's more manly than yours. No offense. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> but his and his voice is more manly than mine, and he's 16. I'm 27. Come on. <laughs> Here, hold on. Hold on. <clears throat> Hello. My name is Tyler. <clears throat> Hello. I can't, I can't go deep. <laughs> so, w okay, so we're we're all gaming together. When did you exactly start getting into content creating? Um, I got in, got into content creating ever since I was eleven, when I first mm, started really? getting into content creating. Yeah, I didn't know that you did anything until like maybe three or four months prior to you having your daughter. See, I had like loads of different channels when I was younger. The f the very first channel I had wasn't around gaming. Oh, God, it's just oh, such yeah, a let's do it. Story. Come on, come on, come on. Let's talk about it. This is what we're here for, man. This is what we're here for. I we're used, here. We're I used here to for have this. A guitar. I used to have a guitar and I used to lip sync to songs on YouTube. Used to lip sync to songs on YouTube and try and make it funny lip sync yeah so like instead of actually singing you're just worthing, mouthing the words and trying to make it funny by doing stupid dances and shit and that was just me oh my god 
I can't. It was, I can't. It was such cringe. Dude. Why do you think I deleted the channel? Oh, you deleted the channel. Damn it. <laughs> I completely deleted it, mate. I was about to say, when or where, where is this channel at? I got to see it. I will keep this private to myself. Damn. <laughs> so uh, can we can we get a little can we get a little lip sync real quick? I mean, you said that you could hear my PC, so uh, let, let's let's get into it. No, I'm not doing it. No, Come on, man. Here, I'll, I'll even get I'll... here. Here, I will give you this guy. Shout out to my name is Itchy for this song right here. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, I don't even know the words to it, bro. Come on, can you hear it? Can you hear it? No. Oh, I thought you could. Damn it. Oh. Uh... All right, but no. Uh, just just sing. Give me a song. Come on. I'm not singing, Tyler. No. All right, fine. Next time. Next time. Well, I'll get you next time, okay? You'll get me some point, that's for sure. Come on. Next time. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I got him. Got him with the head winks a little bit. <laughs> so. Oh, okay, so what, so what was your next channel then, since you deleted this one? Well, my next channel was actually um, this one. So I had a few channels before that, but I can't remember what they were called or what I did, to be honest with you. It was just like a blank page of my life that I can't remember. But then the next one I sort of remember is the one I've got now, and I had loads of different names for it. I went from first name this channel was called was Xbox Huge Tuber. Okay. And sounds, like a to... sounds like a basic 12-year-old uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, and then I'll change the name again towards um, UG Sponge because I was a part of a esports team. Okay. And then, and then now it's Kaza. So, what, what exactly with this channel were you started with, and now what are you? What? Where did it end at before you took your break? Well, we'll get into the future of it a little bit later. So when I first started this channel, it was to be sort of like vlogging or some like Q&A sort of videos, maybe gaming on the side, like clips and that. I got recorded on my phone and that was just the start of it. But then towards the middle, like when I became UG Sponge, that's when I started recording more montages and everything. I've deleted all them videos now, sadly, but I used to do a lot of montages then. So what made you get rid of a ton of your videos? Well, because I, whenever I changed my name, I wanted to start fresh. Okay. That made sense. So I got rid of the content I'd done beforehand and started fresh over top of that. So why would you want to try and start fresh? I mean, this is a part of your history. This is a part of your legacy type of thing. I don't know. I don't know. It's just... I just wanted to like have a clean stay and start sort of like start again with some more different content and let my old content being just be in the past. I mean, I kept all my streams that I've had on that on my current YouTube channel because that's where I originally started was streaming on YouTube before I started posting videos and before I, I started streaming and before I started streaming on Twitch. I 100% regret deleting them because um, back in my montage days and my Q&A days, they were my best edited videos. That's when I used to have Sony Pro Vegas as my editing software, and I used to absolutely edit the hell out of them. That was my best edit I've ever done was um, okay. in my Q&A with my cousin, and it was just brilliant. I had all slow-mo effects and like um, Sonova 
sonover effects and everything that I used to ha- I've had in it, and I just regret deleting them because I could have looked back on them and saw the differences. Okay, so I mean, you looked at it as I don't like these videos. My videos now are better, so I'm gonna get rid of them. But you gotta think though. At the same time, this is you changing your content and getting better and better and better with it not getting worse as long as you're not getting worse and you're getting better should always keep those as mementos and as a way of saying look at how far i've come look at the different styles that i saw yeah i wish i'd never deleted them but i can't unchange what i've done so no sadly but you know what hey it's a lesson learned and it's a it's a lesson that you can always take exactly so all right, we're going to get into the part of where, where exactly are you within your state of content creating? Like, what was the, the types that you were doing right towards the end of, so, of content creating before, you know, before your daughter showed up? So if you lot remember, I, um, I participated in the phase five challenge i'm pretty sure that was actually after my daughter was born when i participate um participated in the phase five challenge that was yes. my very last sort of content creating that i'd done which was like editing um montages and etc but of course before my daughter i was doing like um glitching making glitching videos on um different glitching methods and different spots i found in um different maps of modern warfare and maybe some hide and seek videos now and then, but I think I only posted one in the end actually. So you were pretty much a part of the trend of you know the glitching community, glitching yes. community really. That you're 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 getting into the wave of it with everybody else that was really starting to pick it up because Cold War yeah. killed it. Cold War completely killed a lot of the glitching community. Yeah, it definitely did. So because now there's more and more glitchers out there than ever before and mm-hmm. even some even some of the ones that are the originators of the glitching community are actually dying off now and new ones are starting but then it's always you know you last yeah. maybe you last maybe a couple weeks to a year so that's about it every new game it's cycle it seems like there's always new people and they start getting the views and the next game there's new people because i've yeah. seen some people from the bo4 days starting to die off now yeah sadly that is the case and um quite a few of them i still see going strong um but sadly the glitching community is not as good as it used to be like the glitches found like cold war completely destroyed sort of glitching there wasn't really any methods out there i mean there's been a couple that, I know of. there's a couple that come and go like you got the rc glitching method mm-hmm. but most of the time you need a teammate with that but now yeah. there's a but now there's a solo way of doing it so it it kind of works yeah but if you look at it it took forever to find like within modern warfare i'm pretty sh- even though we had the spectator glitch and everything but like the shield turret glitch that was found i forgot who found it but that was found like not long after the game released and there was loads of different glitches found uh, i think that was actually in the middle actually but there was glitches beforehand that um worked really well for wall breach there was a load of wall breach glitching i know that for sure there was so oh, many yeah. methods for it definitely oh yeah and I mean, nighthawk just... found his found a method in vanguard on accident yeah 
and there were so many methods from the get-go it only really died out on modern warfare towards the end i know that like let's say about three months before the next call of duty came out that's when glitches sort of died on modern warfare um but then cold war if you look at the difference between modern warfare and cold war there's so much difference on glitch in there well i mean it's the it's a different game it's oh it just like bo4 had they had the they had the they had the shield with torque and they had the grapple Mm -hmm. they had you know they had a couple different ways there was a couple different glitching methods out there but then they would just patch the walls but not the actual method where Mm -hmm. with uh modern warfare they only glitched the walls. They also didn't glitch the actual method. Yeah. But, but then when it came to Cold War, they are glitching the method or they're fixing the method, but not the actual glitches. Yeah. Like every method I remember um, someone finding within a week, it was patched. Like completely patched within a week yep. of Cold War. It was patched from what I saw on YouTube. And. Treyarch done even though glitching so like the glitching community and the no game community no game itself likes it when people find glitching of course it's 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 a part of the it's a part of the videos and it, it's it's fantastic like it makes things better but yeah. then Treyarch of course is Treyarch and they just completely shut it down within a week of any new method found yep but hey you know what it's a way for them to make some money as well it's a way for the glitchers exactly. to make to make a little bit of dough and mm-hmm. it's also a good way for, you know, no game to still have content. Exactly. So, I mean, I have no, I, I have no hate on the glitching community. I have no hate on the glitchers. I have no hate on any of that. Stuff. I have re- nothing more than respect because they're doing something that a lot of people don't have the capabilities of actually doing. So, yeah. So we're going to get into a very touchy subject, but we're not going to deep dive. Right. Mm-hmm. So your daughter was born, you came out with a video where you literally announced that this would be your last video because of your mm-hmm. daughter. And but you still competed in the phase five challenge and then that was pretty much it there. Yeah. So when was your daughter born? She was born on the fourteenth of June at ten thirty six AM. So it was quite early in the morning. So and then that's when the phase five challenge was starting up well. It was right around that time. Yeah, it was sort of like a month, month, maybe a month and a half later. And then so you did that and then you pretty much stopped. What what made you want to stop and take the time away from content creating in general? Well well, I needed to think about my family and my daughter because I've I, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit it anyway because it's a good thing to admit. Like if I don't, it's, I'm not gonna hide it. I used to have a really bad gambling problem, so I had to. I got rid of everything to be like, yeah, I need to. I need to stop this now and just focus on my family. So that's what I did. I sold everything. That's why I sold it because if I kept it, I would have just carried on. So I had to completely sell everything, and um, I even had therapy for it. <laughs> That's why I started getting really down and low. But then I started building myself up again. And that's why I haven't returned for quite a while because I've been building myself up and making myself a better person with the time I was away. So you used gaming as a as a form of gambling. 
yeah i did i used i got really bad at it and people say like you can stop getting addicted trust me as someone who's been addicted it's so easy to fall into without you even realizing it so how did you how did you use gaming as a form of addiction um fifa fifa was my downfall so you would gamble on games that you would play with people online yeah okay so that that's something i didn't know about we didn't we yeah never... I, kept, I kept that sh- i kept that stunt from everyone <laughs> so you would play fifa and gamble on the games of hey i can beat you mm-hmm. and you put money on the line and then you would end up losing it um fifa no it's a it's a different sort of scenario there's packs on ultimate it has an online gamer called ultimate team and you get packs and in them packs you have a chance of getting a good player or a chance of getting a bad player so in a way you were getting you were paying real money to get these packs in the game yeah as a form of gambling yeah it was it was such a weird thing to get addicted to but i got addicted to it i mean it sounds like people in supply drops in you know the old-fashioned call of duty like you spend mm-hmm. money to get these supply drops and then hopefully you get this you know meta gun yeah, that, best... that, that that stayed broken forever yeah that, that's that's basically what it was but on a different game all right now the stream is starting to take a take a mess bit here so hold on a second try and fix that okay i think we're better all right Live podcasting. Can't prepare for everything. <laughs> so you so with the way you would try and buy these packs to try and get these ultimately great players mm-hmm. try and build your team. Yeah. Okay, so I don't look at that as a form of an addiction. I look at that more oh. as a as a it's not mostly an addiction. That's more of just a I want to try and get these players. So, and the only way I can get these players is to spend real money and take a chance. It's not a form of gambling per se. It's more of a form of like, you know, I just want to build this really good team. They're not, if they, if it was an actual gambling, they wouldn't be allowed to actually do it in the game. You had a gaming, you had a gaming addiction to try and build yourself up. It's actually, it is gambling. It's even been shown as gambling because it's in um the gambling therapy, which is online. It even includes it in there as gambling. Really? Because so you're in the pack. You you basically you get three wares, um um one of them could be a gold player rare or a non gold player rare, and you've got like let's say about thirteen percent chance of getting a good player. Okay, so the, so it is a, a form of gambling because if there are percentages on based on, oh, can I get this? It's uh, mm-hmm. on these percentages that then the, technically that is a form of gambling. Yeah, and when you're spending, let's say about two hundred to three hundred quid a month on this thing, it it just it just got out of hand for me. So I was like, yeah, I need to, I need to stop this now because I I just focused. I just realized like I'm I'm having a kid soon. I need to stop this. Right. So that was, that's a good way of putting it, you know, of trying to fix it. But why didn't, why did you focus off of, you know, try and just get rid of the game instead? Um, I tried that. I tried like just uninstalling it. I even took my credit card off of the um, console, but I always ended up putting it back on there. 
and I tried different ways. Trust me, I tried so many different ways before I had to result to my final action and every different way didn't work for me. So I was like, yeah, I've got to, I've got to sell it and just stop it now. So then when I come back to gaming, I know I can control it, control it then. Okay. So, I mean, that's a good way of looking at it and putting it, you know, mm-hmm. I, again, this is always, there's more to behind the scenes of content creating than what the actual eye actually sees based on, you know, you, you don't know what people are going through in their personal lives, especially on the screen in front of you being broadcasted. You know, we, we turn these screens on to broadcast or to have a camera on or we post this video, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Nobody does. Yeah. We're just, no, here. it's it, exactly, you know, we're not robots. We're actual people. So, I mean, you had a pretty dark side there. So yeah. your, da- your daughter's born, you go through the phase five, you didn't make it to the top 100. What goes on from there? Um, there, yeah, I just decide now it's time for me to go. Obviously, I didn't, I, I didn't see anything further to do at that time period. And I thought now it's just like, now seems like the perfect time for me to go away and just focus on myself and focus on what I can do like work-wise, my family-wise. Just focus on being a coming a better person, going out more. So just you having an actual life. So you sold your gaming system, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and got rid yeah. of them. And yeah. so you've been working a lot. You've been focusing on your family, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there you've posted a couple things here and there on social media when it comes to things but we're not going to go super deeping into it but um you and your now ex aren't together no she has your daughter Mm -hmm. so what's it like you know i am a father myself i have a second child on the way as well so it's like what is there What's motivating you to be able to see your daughter and to do content creating? Oh, um, well, my daughter's the one actually like putting me through it, even though I'm not fully seeing her in a minute, but every day I every day, every every second of my life is all for her. Everything I do, I'm doing it for her. And I wanna show her show her like in the future when she looks back on me that you can do anything you want. You can you can if you think about it, you can do it. You know, that that's one of the reasons why I've stuck to doing this even with my son and my soon to be another child that I have on the way. So mm-hmm. it's it's to be able to show, hey, look what daddy used to do with and without yeah. you. Exactly. You know, you know, life can always be hard. Life can be sometimes unfair, it and sometimes life itself can be a joy, especially when you do have a, a son, a daughter. It, it doesn't matter, but you can make life what you want it, and you can do exactly. what you want. So exactly. So your birthday just recently passed, mm-hmm. but when, but when was the last time you've actually? your daughter if if you don't want to answer it you don't have to this is that's a and then we're getting off the it's subject fine, we are getting off the subject after that because it 
it's it's fine, mate. I can talk about okay. it. I'm I'm open and honest in it, and I'm I'm over the page of when I feel it still upsets me, of course. But I'm over the page of being like super depressed and had it. But okay. the last time I saw her was like four months ago. And does your daughter live within a, a decent vicinity? She does, yes, but I'm not allowed to visit her because I'm going through a court case, of course. So okay, so that's why we're not going to talk about it because yeah. There's nothing we can't. We can't for legal purposes. We can't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my final comment. No comment. So, all right. So we're well. I'm wishing you the best of luck on that. Honestly, thank so, you, man. So before we get into the reveal of when you're gonna make your return, though, let's talk about mm-hmm. what your plans for the future of content creating, life in general, all of it. Let's let's talk about that. What in well, life? In life, what's your what's your plans for the future? In life, in life, well, right now, um, I'm getting hired in my job, so um, I've of course been promoted. So congratulations! <laughs> I've been promoted, and I'm now on a lot more money from when I started. So I've been promoted. I'm now a supervisor working inside the warehouse and on and also doing my old job on the side in the same position but um I've got, I'm getting a lot more money now a lot more hours finally full time instead of doing part time which I'm happy with but um work wise I'm getting higher on work and hopefully some point in the future because um I'm going to be coming back to streaming I'm hoping to make streaming my my second job on the side also doing it for fun but I want it to be like a second job maybe in the future and just like try and work my way up to maybe saving up for a house and everything and then see where it takes me from there. So let me tell you, this is like a second job. I run two Twitch channels, a YouTube <laughs> channel and a TikTok and an Instagram and a full yeah. Twitter. It is a tough job, dude. I oh, edit, yeah, yeah, I definitely. edit everything. I just pay somebody to make my thumbnails for my main YouTube channel. And I am done because <laughs> it's tiring. I bet it definitely is. So, uh yeah get used to staying up this late at night more often um i've definitely am so with with that so that's your future within life is trying to save a house hopefully make this a a a second job for you Mm. what about in content creating what's the future with that other than trying to make it as a second job i'm gonna be going back to my roots so I did have loads of different thoughts of what I was going to do. I was going to do like this whole new gimmick. I was going to do this um, Pokemon sort of thing. I really got into Pokemon at one point. I even had a Nintendo Switch. But then I decided that Call of Duty and just normal streaming different games, I don't think it's always been my route. Like I've, I've always wanted to record a Monos videos and post that. So I would love to do that at one point. Um, just playing hide and seek again. I'm hoping to come back into hide and seek lobbies with everyone. But at the same time, I'm going to be doing my whole content on Call of Duty, um, especially with Vanguard and Zombies, because there's going to be zombies on there. So I'm going to do content around that and like different class setups, different tips and tricks, maybe a campaign walkthrough, all of that type of stuff. So you kind of want to keep it mostly into the Call of Duty theme instead of bouncing around. Yeah, that's where streaming will be different games, but YouTube will be mainly Call of Duty. Okay, so there, so there's that. There's a future, and there is a a plan for it. So that mm-hmm. that's that that's what you need. <laughs> Those are all the yeah. things that you need. So yes, we're gonna build up to the to when you actually plan on coming back. Where, mm-hmm. but 
when it comes to Call of Duty, what do you want to see from them? Um, what with Vanguard? Uh, with any Call of Duty, what what do you think that they can make different within all the Call of Duties? Oh well, one for Warzone, which I think they finally started doing, but they haven't um fully completed yet. Get rid of them hackers, man, please. Hey, they're working on the it. Okay, I'm not. I'm For not getting. I'm not getting paid to say this, but come on, they're working on it. I'm gonna give them a little bit more of a chance nowadays. It's been six months, Tyler. It's been longer than that. It's been like a fucking year and a half. Well, at least they could. They could have worked this out, man. Gotta yeah. do this. Hey, you know what? I'm just happy that they're finally doing something. Exactly. Better late than never. So before we kick it off and we, we, we end the podcast, there's going to be two things. Obviously, we got the reveal of when you're going to be making your return. But also, what is some advice that you could give new content creators, anybody that's thinking about doing content creating? And as a father, what are the challenges do you think about content creating could be? When you first start, and you see your viewer account, viewer count being low and your subscribers being low and you just, you've been doing it, let's say for like a month or a couple of months, and you just feel like you get nowhere. So you want to quit it all. Don't just keep pushing. You will finally start going somewhere. Just keep pushing. Keep, keep, keep going. Honestly. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, it seems like there's a theme here on the channel. When I ask that question, a lot of people say the same thing. Oh, do they? Yep. A lot a lot of you guys say the exact same thing. Keep your oh, man. keep your keep your head down and keep going. And it's great exactly. to see. It's great to see that there's more than just, you know, me saying that nowadays. Mm-hmm. So that's why I asked that question because I want to know everybody else's opinions and what what are their thoughts on on it because you know me, I've gotten I've I've had some people start streaming out of nowhere that have always been a part of my community and have continuously kept growing. And it's great to see that. And it's okay. What's your advice for newer content creators? And it's always the same things because that's what I was preaching. Yeah. So next up, the last thing. Mm -hmm. Questions. If there's really any here which we don't really have. It's it's a slower night. It's a Sunday. I don't really ever do the podcast that often. It's not like every week. But So, I don't think anybody asked anything on Twitter. Yeah, I didn't say anything on Twitter. Hey, it's a growing podcast. We just got to work with it, okay? <laughs> it's a growing it, it's podcast. It's fun. It's fun. If it's no one a growing... wants to ask questions, no one wants to so, ask questions. It's fine right, with so, me. All right, so here, here it is. When are you coming back to content creation? January 2022. When? January 2022. January 2022. What are you going to keep the gimmick? What? That just me being myself? And yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You had a gimmick that was going on for oh, a little bit. Oh, the gimmick beforehand. Yeah. No. No, no you're going to. That's going. Just pitched it out I the window. about it. I fall about it. I will it down. It's just, it's just an afterthought now. It's not, it's not gonna be a part of it yet. It's a little bit hard to actually be in some type of gimmick like that. Trust me. Let me tell you, it is. Uh, how many gimmicks have I gone through this month alone? 
<laughs> I haven't got the um, the stuff to do that gimmick yet. So if I, I'm gonna just stick with my normal self for now. Honestly, just be yourself. Be yourself. Hmm? Myself is to just dress up and shit. <laughs> also, it is December when I get my big old paycheck and a bonus on top of that. So I'll be getting a PlayStation Five. And a camera for my um, streaming and a brand new boom microphone. Hell yeah. There we go, dude. Uh, hey, honestly, nothing but the best of luck. If you want any advice, you know how to get a hold of me. There's hmm. multiple different ways, dude. Honestly, don't be hesitant on it. I won't so, be hesitant, mate. We're going to get off of here. We're going to end the podcast here. You need to go to bed because it's almost three in the morning. I'm wide awake. Oh, go to bed. <laughs> Thanks go, to this. Ah, go to bed. <laughs> Get some rest, dude. It was a great. It was a pleasure talking with you. It, we learned a little bit new things about each other. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, my next podcast isn't for a couple of weeks. So, and that's gonna be a big one. Oh, who's it gonna be? Can't reveal. You can't reveal. Can't reveal. Oh, damn. Not yet. I can't reveal. Not yet. It's not the big content creator that I've been trying to. Uh, I sent the DM, but he never got back to me. He hasn't gotten uh, back to me. So that might not happen. But this guy, he is a part of the community. You do know him. Oh, yeah, you do know him. Okay. He's a part of the he's a part of the no game community. Oh, even bigger. Oh, hmm. He hasn't, I, haven't really, have some think. I haven't seen him stream for a little bit, but this should be an interesting conversation. <laughs> so with that, dude, we are going to be knocking it off right here and uh, we're going to end it. January of 2022, Kazer is back and he yes. is ready and he is hungry. Yes, Keep I an am. eye out for that, guys. If you guys need to, it's YouTube. It's Azer with a Z, not an S. Yeah, so with a Z. Remember the Z, okay? <laughs> All right, brother. I will catch you later. Hit me up if you yeah, ever man. need anything, man. I appreciate you. Right. I appreciate you too, man. It was All so right. lovely talking to you. Oh, definitely. We need to do this more often. Definitely. All right, brother. I'll catch you. Catch you later, Tyler. <laughs>